Hello and welcome to the Cricket and the King podcast, the podcast where Jesus is the answer to everything and we are constantly expanding on that point. I'm your host Ben and today we're going to be talking about practical steps into moving deeper into your relationship with God. Now I don't know where any of you people are at or... um, you know, everybody's kind of at different stages. I know I myself, even now, I'm growing and learning in my relationship with God, and it is a constant journey for everyone. But there's a, a lot of people, and I know because I was one of them, but you, we feel stuck, uh, especially if you've gone to church your whole life and you're kind of like, what is the point of this? This is weird. Um, and I wanted to bring up some practical steps uh, in growing deeper in your walk with God, not because I'm some sort of expert or I think I have so much extra knowledge to give, but because uh, I experienced recently a, a, a very a reawakening. I call it being born again again or whatever. Uh, you can go back and listen to the previous podcast and my wife and I talk about that journey we went on together. But um, yeah, there's there's a couple things that I've found have really helped deepen my relationship with Christ. And a lot of them are very simple in nature, um, but hard because of our nature uh, as um, people. If, you know, if we're trapped in selfishness or or uh, any of, well, mostly just selfishness. I think that's, that's where the vast majority of the hesitation comes from when we're trying to walk with God uh, at any sort of depth, because he requires, he requires obedience and we have to be born again. We have to put down uh, what we think we know. And that's that's actually the first step I would recommend to anyone. Now, obviously, there's basic truths that you can't put down, such as Jesus is king, you know, and he died on the cross, um, you know, that he's the only way to heaven. There's There's basic truths of the faith that we obviously don't lay down. But there's a lot of auxiliary things that various denominations, and again, I have nothing against different denominations and churches, but lots of auxiliary stuff um, has been brought in on top of the Bible. You know, people love to justify their own experience and ideas, but our experiences can't dictate what the truth of the bible is we need to take the bible as as the the number one authority in our lives and as christians uh a lot of times nowadays the bible is kind of this side note uh, that we as christians have um it's something that we would go to if we're in a desperate time or or you know we read a verse a day on our phone and and that's enough or whatever but it's got to be the main thing if you want to grow in your walk with god put down what you think you know and just read the bible like a brand new baby like you've never read the bible before and just just ask the holy spirit to show you what he means read the bible tr- try to have no lens um you know i'm not saying open your mind in a weird way but just open your mind to the holy spirit you know um we it says that we have the spirit inside of us and he'll guide us into all truth so if we're willing to put down our preconceived notions and read the bible we're going to we're going to be able to have the spirit show us things and and clean us out it says that the bible is 
is sharper than a two-edged sword. You know, it divides soul and spirit, joints and marrow. Like it's like it it cuts right through and can and can shave ungodliness off of us because it's the you know it's the razor blade, it's the sword of the spirit. So that is the first step um, in. I think for anyone, if anyone wants to go, grow closer to God, like he wrote a book, you know, if you want to know, I've heard this analogy used a lot and it can get tiresome, but it's a good analogy. I think that's why it's used so much. But if you want to get to know someone um, and they're far away, you know, and maybe you don't have access to them or you feel like you don't have access to them, what if they wrote a book about themselves? Wouldn't it be a good step to get to know that person to to read the book that they put out about themselves well god wrote a book about himself it's called the bible and he's put it on blast for all the world to to read and to see so reading your bible without preconceived notions is very important and then the next step is what it says in in the book of james we need to do what the do what the word says if we don't step out there, even if we don't feel it, this is an important point too. You're not, or, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself. I don't have a lot of feelings in terms of my faith walk. When I do things, it's by faith because I read it in the Bible. It's not because I like feel in the Holy Spirit that I must blah, blah, blah. It's, it's because I read it in the Bible and then I do it in faith. And that's, it's amazing because a lot of, a lot of stuff happens when you do that. A lot of the things that are holding us back are simply, um, things that we haven't tried. If you want to experience more of God, it says lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Okay. Go lay hands on people. You know, even if it doesn't work, just go try it out. Um, I think you'd be surprised at the grace and faithfulness of God to work through you and your doubt, even even if you're just kind of doing it ambivalently or like, you're like, Oh, I don't really know. He's still, I've seen him work through lots of people that way. Uh, and then another thing that I've found is, especially with following the Holy spirit, because there's lots of direction in the Bible. There's, um, lots of practical steps, you know, and you can, you could never hear the voice of God, but if you knew the Bible, you would be able to live an effective Christian life. Or at least I think so. Maybe, you know, I'm wrong. It's very hard to have personal relationship if you can't hear the internal audible voice of God. But uh, it's in terms of what you need to do, the word is is a very comprehensive instruction manual to the Christian life. But um, there, there is, a in my experience... I have experienced something that I call the one thing principle. I don't know. Maybe somebody else has a clever name for it somewhere. You know, somebody's probably wrote a book, somebody smarter than me. Um, but it, it's that the Holy Spirit typically puts one thing at a time in front of you. And until you do that thing, there's not going to be a lot of extra communication um, going on. So... When I first was trying to follow Jesus with all of my heart, and I had said, I'll put down my preconceived notions, uh, the first thing that I felt like I needed to do was flush, flush my, my weed down the toilet. 
had a bunch of marijuana stuff that I was smoking all the time. And, uh, I just felt like that I had to, I had to get rid of that. You know, to some of you listening, that might sound like, well, yeah, of course, stop doing drugs if you want to get close to God. But for me, it was a big step because I had justified it in my mind in all kinds of ways. And, um, and I had to, I had to get rid of it. You know, I had to take a step. So that was the first thing. And then, and then the next thing I was like, well, I got to stop lying. I got to tell the truth. Uh, and I wasn't getting a lot of other direction other than to just radically tell the truth about everything, which was very hard. And this, this is why I think a lot of people struggle with growing in their relationship with God, because a lot of the things he asks us to do, they're very simple, but we all have these cruxes, these hooks in our lives that prevent us from living with, uh, living with abandoned in Christ, um, things that hold us back. I know for lots of people, uh, it's very funny because when you talk to people, I think we all have a hierarchy of sin because we know what we struggle with, but everybody struggles with different things and everybody's going to have different things that holds them back. So for some person, it might be stealing. And then for another person, they're like stealing. That's not something I'd ever think to do or ever struggled with in my whole life. But for somebody else, it might be uh, telling the truth, like for me, or, or maybe it's, you know, um, uh, they they sleep around and they need to stop. They need to stop, um, being promiscuous with women or whatever it is. Um, the, the step, there's always going to be one step. And once you take that step, the next step will be revealed to you, especially if you're reading the Bible and, and, um, and you feel like you're doing a lot of the stuff in the Bible um, there's going to be things specific to you, things that the Holy Spirit highlights that you uh, need to take action in. Uh, it says that in James, which is one of my favorite books in terms of instructions, um, it says that you need to read the word, but do what it says. And uh, it says that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. So he'll guide us in truth in the word. He'll guide us in the truth of what we need to do with our personal lives. He will, he will show you. Um, and that, that one thing uh, that I found that to be very helpful in my walk with Christ. Um, the other thing I found to be helpful because there's so much, uh, so much fluff out there. Um, and, and it can be so easy to, to be caught up in deceptions is test things with the fruit of the spirit list. Um, when you when you have something come up in your head to do uh or say or or whatever just go through you know the fruit of the spirit is i learned a song when i was a kid but if you don't know the song uh i would uh, i would find a way to remember it but love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control that's the fruit of the spirit if there is that fruit in those things usually more than one and there's not uh, the fruit of wickedness, which is, uh, I can't even, uh, I don't, ha- there's no song for the, for, for the fruit of wickedness, but, uh, you know, uh, conceit, selfish ambition, envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. That's, <laughs> that's one of the verses I remember. Not that a lot of people are into orgies these days, but, but, um, back, in, back in the day it was, yeah, we think there's sexual promiscuity now. Holy moly. Back in the day it was crazy. Anyway, I'm getting, I'm going down a rabbit hole. But, but when you come across things or you feel like the spirit is 
telling you to do something, then you test it with the fruit of the Spirit. Um, so, uh, I should probably give an example of this. So, say you, you feel like you should give a, a word to someone. And then think, mull, of that, mull that word over in your head. And then think of your motivation. You know, is it um, loving? Uh, you know, joyful? Is it peaceable? Um, are you self-controlled in doing it? It shouldn't be under compulsion. Um, yeah, that, that, that I found to be very good with, um, follow with following the spirit because it can be very scary. Uh, especially if you grew up in a more traditional church where gifts of the spirit wasn't something that they really went over or, or anybody practiced, um, following the spirit you know, lots of spirits speak. So if you aren't, if you're not used to discerning the voice of God, just go through the fruit of the spirit because we're able to test things. And that's a very, a very good list. Um, it says God's law is written on our hearts. So you feel in your heart and you, you know, and you're full of love for the people. And that's, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be an effective way of going deeper with God and following God. Uh, the next way I found that really helped me deepen my walk with God was fasting. Um, and this is a, this is a highly contested topic and I'll, I'll probably do a whole podcast on it, uh, later, but just, you know, just don't eat, just drink water. Um, uh, you're going to get angry, hangry. Um, but that's the whole point. You're, 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 uh, you're pulling, all the fluff out of your, it's not like food in your body is fluff, you know, because we do at some point need feed food to live. You can only live about 40 or 50 days without food, kind of depending on your body fat percentage. But, but you, you're giving, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it other than you just, it's in the Bible. It was one of those things where I read it in the Bible and then I did what it said. Jesus said, you know, in those days they will fast. And when you fast, do this. So I was like, oh, clearly fasting is part of the Christian thing. And I had never participated in that before. Uh, and it wasn't really talked about in my Christian community. So, um, so I just, you know, I fasted and then I found that there was huge benefits. I actually, the first time I fasted was when I wanted to know if I should marry my wife or not. And I heard somebody say that the voice of God gets clearer if you fast. So I didn't eat and then, and then I got a clear answer. Um, another way to go deeper in your walk with God is uh, find people, find a church that believes in the Bible and believes in the gifts of the spirit. And there's lots of churches out there, especially nowadays. Um, I've found it much, much more, uh, available almost. Uh, it really depends in what circles you grew up in, etc. But, but to find a place where they believe, not only believe in the gifts of the spirit, but are practicing that, um, that will help your walk with God immensely. I mean, obviously, be careful because uh, even in those environments, Satan's trying to work through division and and you know weirdness and all that stuff. But 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 um, you can also I've had God guide me to uh, churches before and guide me to specific people in churches and and trusting the Holy Spirit in that. But it really is important to uh, if you want to grow in your walk with God to find people that's that stretch uh the limits of 
of what you're comfortable with. Not, you know, not to be weird or whatever. It's not more, the weirder it is, the more spiritual it is. It's like, no, that's, that's not it at all. But, um, there is benefit in being in a body, um, that believes in those things. If that's something you would like to deepen in and grow in. Um, and then that said, uh, prophetic words, uh, I've found to be helpful in growing in my relationship with God. Not, not that all prophetic words happen right away. I know people who have had prophetic words fulfilled many, many years after the word is given to them, you know, like 10, 15, 20 years. Um, I've heard stories of somewhere it's like 50 years later, like it's, it's way down the road, but, uh, a lot of words can help with direction. Um, and obviously testing things, you know, we're told to test the spirits and, and test all things so that we can know, know what God wants. But, but prophetic words have been a helpful, uh, thing in my learning journey with Christ. And, um, that's that's pretty much the core points. So I'll go through it again. You just put down what you think you know and read your Bible like a brand new baby Christian. Then just do what it says. And uh, once you're kind of going through that, you're going to feel the Holy Spirit guiding you to do certain things. Like I said, it's the one thing or whatever you want to call it. Just do that one thing. The next thing will become available. Uh, make sure you test all things through the fruit of the spirit. And again, that's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, and then fasting, which it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't even have to be long, especially if you've never fasted before, just skip one meal or, uh, or try not eating for 12 hours or 24 hours. It doesn't have to be a super long thing, but just, just, um, you know, put, put that effort forward. And, and, uh, obviously when you're not eating, don't just distract yourself from your hunger, but, but commit that extra time to God. Cause we spend like probably like an hour and a half a day eating. So you'll have some time to commit to God and then finding a body that, um, that is uh, more into the things of the spirit and and uh, believes the Bible in a very literal way is very helpful. Uh, and then prophetic words from trustworthy people within that community, and again testing things by the spirit. Uh, and then and then uh, reading your Bible even more. Um, you know, in light of all of those other things, once you, once you've read the Bible with those new eyes uh, and you're going through and you're experiencing things, always come back to it. Um, because there's going to be things you missed. I call it the infinite onion. There's just so many layers. There's so many things you can learn. Um, and then my final thing is to spend time in listening prayer. Listening prayer was something that I learned early on. Uh, it's basically like purposeful meditation you're waiting for God to speak. Um, it might be through a picture or um, through uh, maybe it's the internal audible voice of God, but just sit still and say, you know, I, I want to hear from you, God. Speak to me and just wait expectantly. And you know, if he doesn't say anything or you don't feel like you hear anything, that's okay. Um, and 
and it's no reason to not put forward a little time. And, and I found at first is very hard to sit still for a long time. You know what? I still find it very hard to sit still longer than even it's pretty sad, but even more than 10 or 15 minutes, it just feels like an eternity sometimes, especially if you feel like you're not hearing anything. But, um, but if you're, if you're listening and, and you want to hear the voice of God and you want that clear direction, if you're following all those other steps and, and then you feel like you just need to be intentional, go back, go back into the word and then, and then read the word, do some listening prayer. And that will really, for me at least, it was a really quick acceleration uh, into depth in my relationship with Christ. I hope this has been helpful to you, and I hope that uh, you're able to grow in your walk with Christ and in intimacy with Him and knowing Him. And um, I bless you, and thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with whatever God puts on my heart. And have a great day, slash evening, slash afternoon, slash whatever you're having, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye!